Welcome back to Portsmouth Zodiac, an Overarms Tabletop RPG podcast. I'm the GM, John, aka Corinne's Bacon. Our players are Julian, playing Florence, Ash, playing Colton, and Matt, playing Monstrance. Now, let's begin the episode. Okay, so we are finally back with the with the Portsmouth Zodiac. I had checked our recording dates, and it has been over four months since we have last recorded uh, Portsmouth. Rusty. <laughs> so yeah, um, might be a little bit rust- rusty with some rolls, but uh, yeah, because it has been so long. Uh, we're going to go through uh, some quick character introductions. And uh, yeah, basically just who your character is, what they look like, and their anima. And because somebody cannot stop jumping the gun, we'll, 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 we'll start with Julian. Okay, so hi, I'm Julian. Uh, he, him. And I play Florence uh, De La Fontaine. And he is this uh, sort of eccentric, tall man. He's, like, tall but very skinny. And he has uh, kind of blonde hair that's curly and swooped to the side. Um, And uh, he always, like, the animators hate it because he's always in a new outfit in every scene. Um, (laughs) And it's always the most all of the time he has zero chill um and his anima is moonlight prestige which is this uh like crystalline rat that uh has the power to reverse things all right and through no particular order we will go with uh matt next hi i'm matt My pronouns are he, they, and my character's name is Monstrance. They are a very pale and, and I can't remember if they're short or tall, but they are a person. And they have long white hair and Victorian sensibilities. Uh, They have come from, they grew up in a lighthouse, but were torn away from it at a young age for mysterious reasons and now they live in town as a bit of an introverted grave digger that works for the local cemetery but they enjoy what they do and they are looking or as the therapist has advised them to do um try to make new friends so that is their goal right now and so far they're having a pretty solid time and what about Monstrance's anima? Monstrance anima, Monstrance's anima is a... Uh, her name is Karen. And... Carrion, excuse me. Uh, and they, uh, she is a vulture. She has a bit of a leather kind of... Uh, apothecary or kind of a witchy... Uh, appearance with a uh, hood and uh, plenty of, of what's it called uh, vessels on her on her hip and more of a plague doctor than a witch but but either way a little spooky but 
She means no harm. And has, in fact, saved someone in this campaign so far. Yeah. All right. And bringing up the rear of this unlikely trio is Ash. Um, my name is Ash. I sound not good at the moment because I am getting over COVID. Um, but I play... <laughs> yeah, so COVID's fried my brain. One second. I play Colton <laughs> Granger. Um, he's a uh, polite boy from the South who's, whose anima is a guardian named Topaz Cowboy. And he's a bit of a bishy-bashy boy. Um, Colton really cares about his friends and is trying to find his second cousin. All right. That sounds good. And uh, I guess actually bring up the rear here. I am John. I am the GM for this game. And we will get into it. So... Uh, previously, you guys were sitting in, uh, Florence's, I guess, like, breakfast nook? The, yeah, it was the breakfast nook. Yeah. And, uh, there, there's a bit of a storm happening, uh, outside. Uh, big old storm swept in from, uh, from the sea. And you guys were discussing, um, meeting up with Norman at the, uh, NQA, uh, pawn shop. And seeing if uh, he could get you guys into contact with this uh, shadowy mystery organization that Shauna doesn't want to be a part of. Because uh, you're, you're beginning to, if I remember correctly, you guys were beginning to feel like, hmm, maybe this Jero hair guy, uh, maybe he's kind of a real deal. Well, he, he did... Uh send me to the hospital so <laughs> I, I i think uh that it would be wise to go and check out this pawn shop um how what time is it uh let's see yeah you guys probably got discharged uh you know early early in the afternoon so yeah then uh colton went by and checked out the mall and then he found the bombs and he had to call in the police and they probably had questions so i'll probably say it's uh it's getting around dinner time mm. uh, can i like pull out my phone and check if the pawn shop is open uh the pawn shop is a 24-hour pawn shop didn't i also mm. bring popeyes with me you yes, did. Yes. Uh, I believe <laughs> we, we I did state that. Yeah, we did establish that Popeyes exists in uh, the Portsmouth universe. Popeyes is canon. And I, I believe that we did uh, eat it while sitting around and discussing plans around the uh, breakfast nook. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Florence kind of like looks at um, Monstrance and Colton and says, do we want to do this tonight? I mean, maybe it's better to get it over with. 
Constance will... I'll do whatever friends do. All right. Um, oh, did I ever get my car back? Uh, do not think so. Yeah, I think it was in for repairs. Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was out for repairs because the windshield got blasted by that uh that bolt, mm-hmm. and because Florence is so extra and drives a vintage car, they had to put out a special order for the windshield. Yeah, his bizarre like Gatsby. Car. Ridiculous car, yeah. I remember nearly hundred year old car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Florence pouts about that and says, "Well, I'm not driving." <laughs> yeah, I I don't think you would have enjoyed driving the truck anyway. I'm sorry. Monstrance can. I can. No, I'll be taking drive? the truck. Watch it, whatever hand he has, they have raised up, he quietly yeah, lowers it. Colton's just lowering it, no. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I need to establish this. So, Monstrance can drive, like, a backhoe, because that's required for a gravedigger. Does, does Monstrance have a driver's license? No. Okay. <laughs> I also think we've had Monstrance try to drive before and did it did not work. Oh no. Like Monstran- they yeah. didn't know what to do. <laughs> Monstrance believes if they put their mind to it, they can figure it out. However, that is not exactly true. <laughs> I think I think Monstrance would be willing to steal a car, but to drive it away. <laughs> It's a whole nother story. He just pop the lock and get in the driver's seat and just wait for someone else to come by to drive it. <laughs> yeah, those like, are completely different skill sets. Yes. Monstrance or probably wait for someone to walk by and be like, excuse me, can you help me get to uh um, Can can you drive me home in my car that I have? Ignore the broken can you window. Me home? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sitting I'm very there, drunk, sir. Yeah, surrounded by glass. It was just like, excuse me, sir, can you drive me home? (laughs) Okay, so if we go in your truck, is there going to be enough leg room? Yes. (laughs) Because I have very long legs. I'm the same height as you. Yes, but I'm wearing heels. Well, then don't wear heels. How dare you? How are you going to like it out of situations if you're wearing those high heels, Florence? Listen. Listen. Uh, I I think that we're really just deflecting from the real issue here, which is the lack of uh, leg space in your car, uh, that we need to get uh, sorted out as soon as possible, really. You won't buy me a new car? No. (laughs) Well, then that's the only option we've got. Oh, fine. Monstrance can get a new car. Thank you, Monstrance. I can find one. Oh, that Mm. that sounds worse. Yeah, that's kind of concerning. We're trying to not break the lore as much as possible. I can't even say that I just broke into a mall and found a bomb. Um, We have done a lot of breaking and entering. 
Oh yeah, did Fred, I tell you guys I broke do it. the Mirage? A what? I broke into Mirage like Ooh. like brute forced my way in. Ooh. Oh. Uh, Montez will clap at that. So I, I guess that's an option if we need it. I don't know if I could do it again though. Right. Don't hurt uh, yourself. I mean, I I guess it's it's good to have the option. Well, that means that we can save this, and I'll pull out the skeleton key for you know another another time. Do you do you know how you did it? Uh, vaguely. You're pretty uh, well, confident that enough. you could recreate this. Yeah, that sounds good enough for me. So yeah, was that a uh, Norman guy's pawn shop open? Uh, yes, it is a 24-hour pawn shop. Oh, you were asking in character. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, it is. Shall we? Uh, you know, shall we go? Uh, you're twisting my arm, but all right. Am I? All I right. was in the hospital this morning. I Monsters. That. Monsters just like when you say twisting your arm, you uh, they look and they they're really confused because there's no twisting of arms physically happening right now. <laughs> but they don't say anything. God, I love this little idiot. Florence kind of like him. looks at them and knows in his heart that they are thinking of this literally and is debating whether or not to clarify. <laughs> oh, that was Echo. Sorry. <laughs> I, I just heard go. myself. <laughs> okay. Nice so, me. so, uh, uh, well, Let's get to it then. And then Florence is just going to like stand up and start walking to the truck. Monstrance will follow Florence to the truck. Yeah, Colton will bring up the rear. All right. So you guys hop in uh in Mark's truck and uh start your way uh uh yeah, you're not really heading downtown, uh, but you are heading uh, uh, through through the city. Uh, like I said, it is just pouring cats and dogs outside, and uh, uh, you know, yeah, we we haven't done a roll in a hot second. So people can give me a intelligence or a dex roll real quick. Uh, all of us? Yeah. Whoever wants to do it and whichever one you want to do. Oh, uh, so whoever or all of us? Uh, whoever wants to do it. Th this is available to all of you. Yeah, so if, you want, if we want to do it, we can do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll roll. I'll roll an int. That's a six. That's We're level four, right? Hmm? Are we still level four? Uh, I believe so. Yes, yes, yes. Because you just got your second anima ability. 
Yes. Okay. I will do a dex because it's mildly better than my inte- It's much better than my intelligence. Nice. That's a seven. All right. Uh, I saw that Matt's dogs are freaking out. So. <laughs> yeah, let's just. Uh... Yeah, we we will pause this for a second. I I just saw that he is physically not at his uh his desk. Hope nothing spooky's happening. Yeah, if if you wish to participate in what has just happened, uh, you can roll a int or a dex check. Oh, uh, for for what? <laughs> uh, if you want to, like, uh, you guys are in the truck. You're traveling uh, down the road. We don't know for what yet. Yeah. Oh no. Um, let me roll. Pull up my page on here. Ants are dex check, he said. Mm hmm. I'll do dex. <laughs> oh boy. So Florence got a six, Colton got a seven, and Monstrance got a three. Uh, so we'll start with Monstrance. Um,. Yeah, so Colton uh, goes down one of the roads that uh, it it's not as well taken care of as the uh, areas around it, but because Portsmouth is the millennial dream, that still makes it leaks better than most uh, real world city streets. But he does hit a pothole, and the the cup of uh, Popeye's uh, mashed potatoes you brought with you just it it almost goes spilling. So you're you're kind of preoccupied with that. Uh, Colton and Florence, though. Um. So yeah, Florence, you're uh, you're looking out the uh window, pouting because there's not an egregious amount of leg room in this uh in this truck. And uh, and also we look ridiculous, like the three of oh, us yeah. together. Yeah, this is a clown car. Monster, I'm imagining it's one of those trucks that doesn't have a back seat. So Monstrance <laughs> is in the middle, in the front. I was thinking the same exact thing. Um, oh, the dogs are fighting again. Fantastic. Um, so yeah, Florence, you're uh, pouting and looking out the window, and yeah, like every now and then, uh, you know, lightning will strike in the distance, and it'll it'll lighten up the area a little bit uh, more, and you would swear that you were seeing uh like animus uh just out and about um like you you saw a fair variety of them when you were in mirage and like you don't see them for very long um but like they're they're like there and gone um in a flash and Colton while you were driving you actually uh slam on the brakes at one point uh jostling everyone cuz you could have sworn for the briefest of moments you saw someone just standing in the middle of the road. And uh, you, you think about it for a second after you stopped, and the guy just kind of... Uh, yeah, he looked like he didn't have a head. So that's weird. But he's I'm gonna, gone now. Like, glance slightly 
to the side at Florence and Monstrance and see if either of them are acting like they've noticed anything weird. And uh, Have I noticed it, or is that... Um... Uh, you didn't notice the guy that was in the street. Okay. Uh, but you, you've you seen uh, Animus uh, illuminated by the lightning. Okay. And Monstrance has been preoccupied with keeping their... Uh, their uh, doggy bag from spilling. Okay, sorry, I'm back now. <laughs> they've been dealt with. Oh boy. <laughs> they've they've been put back in their kennel. No more outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they have out there. Anyway, sorry, I, I didn't mean to walk away yet again. I, I just can leave them like that. No, it's cool. It, it's important to make sure your dogs are not okay. fighting blood sports <laughs> over there. Yeah, seriously. Okay. I'm so sorry. I, all I heard was um, Florence seeing a man and monstrous, a monstrance's uh, doggy bag keeping it together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mon- monstrance, you have noticed nothing going on during this trip, but the other two have, have been noticing some weird stuff. Yeah. Monstrance is trying not to be a spilly baby. Okay. Just, uh, okay. just juggling mashed potatoes. Yes, yes. I'm gonna get Topaz Cowboy to just chill in the back of the huge. <laughs> okay, so you you now have a minotaur in the uh, in the bed of the truck uh-huh. as uh, as you uh, start back up and uh, keep going uh, going down the road, and following. I will, uh, I will do some illegal stuff. And because I don't want to worry Monstrance, I'm going to text Florence and say, have you seen this weird? And I'm going to swear there. Okay, so, so, okay, so you are in the driver's seat. Monstrance is in, like, the weird space between the driver's seat and the passenger seat. And then... Florence is in the passenger seat, and you are currently texting him. Is that... That, yes. that sounds about right. Okay, so... Don't text and drive, kids. Don't do <laughs> it, especially not during a thunderstorm. So, uh... Florence, like, looks down at his phone, and then at at you, Colton, and then back at the phone, and texts back, uh, no... <laughs> I've been seeing uh, some anima out there, though. I'm gonna... Colton looks at Flores and gives the look of, like, what did you think I was talking about? Oh my god. Um... What would it be for, like, keeping an eye out? Uh... Int? Yeah, I'll say it's either Int or Dex. Because it's a... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been trying to think of different ways to represent uh, different types of actions. So, yeah, like uh, if you want to react to it as fast as possible, it'll be Dex. Um, yeah, like react to any kind of threat as fast as possible. Uh, if you want to like try and spot the threat before it happens, that'll be Int. Yeah, I want to see if I can spot the um, no-headed guy again. So on my D4, that's a three. Okay, that is a three. 
you don't see the headless uh, guy anymore, but as you're driving and you're keeping an eye out, uh, you uh, you do notice that uh, every now and then when lightning flashes, uh, you you do see some animus uh, milling about. Um, a couple of them seem uh, fairly confused in the brief moment you see them, but most of most of them just seem to be going about like business as usual. Hmm. And you guys continue to follow the little uh, navigational app, and uh, soon enough, you find yourself in the parking lot of NQA Pond. Uh, yeah, there's uh, only one car in the parking lot at the moment. It is a horribly gaudy car. Uh, mm. Like, if Florence's car is a classic, this is this is something that wants you to think it's a classic. Mm. But mm. is overcorrecting horribly. Mm. At least there's a theme. Yeah. Uh, there's a neon open sign uh, on in the in the door. You can see uh, inside the uh, the front windows and the big glass door that uh, the lights are on. Uh, you don't see anyone milling about. And uh, through the shelves and stands and stuff of uh, merchandise, you can't really see too far into the uh, pawn shop. But uh, but yeah, you guys are here. Uh, Florence sticks his umbrella out first because he has brought an umbrella. They left. Shauna actually gave office. you guys an umbrella. <laughs> okay, but he he has his own. He's oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Weren't we also given like a magical umbrella? It was. Uh, so. The umbrella Shauna gave you guys, I believe, was the nanny's umbrella. And it lowers your falling speed to something survivable. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the nanny's umbrella. I'm dropping it in the chat right now. So, yeah. Um, so, uh... He goes out umbrella first, and then he uh, kind of helps monstrance out, uh, like squeeze themselves uh, out from the the center seat. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does that, does anybody else do things? <laughs> do you just hop out and quick walk across the uh, uh, parking lot to the uh, front door? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll jump out. Yeah, right. uh, Monster just kind of keeps close, probably tries to keep their head underneath the umbrella if the umbrella is being used. It's not actively being offered to you, but <laughs> <laughs> but you just see a head like come to hover yeah. near yours. Yeah, he's not going to push them away. <laughs> Hey, Dad. Hello. Dad says hi. <laughs> you guys, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, skitter across the uh, parking lot to into the uh, pawn shop, the 
door opens, uh, no problem. Um, you know what, Monstrance? Give me, give me one more check of your choice. Uh, okay. Enter Dex. Hmm. I'll do Dex again. Okay. Okay. Oh, that not very good. Yeah. So you you do notice like the sound of a bug zapper, but it's kind of weird because you don't physically see one anywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you guys uh, trot along inside. Uh, there's a little sign that's been uh, put up next to the uh, uh, front door that says uh, "Please wipe your feet." And yeah, look, looking about, there is just about any piece of junk you could possibly want uh, in this uh, in this pawn shop. It looks like there was a space for a eight track player, but that has been recently uh, vacated. But the the actual uh, label for it hasn't been removed. And. Yeah, just, just kind of gazing about as you do when you go into a store. Uh, yeah, you see the uh, security cameras and the little security mirrors and. And like the the four corners of the room, you see like small bundles of little trinkets hanging from the, the blah, small bundles of little trinkets hanging from the ceiling. And. uh yeah, you guys uh, walk in. The door closes behind you guys. Uh, you hear like a little boop-boo. And uh, from further into the uh, store, you hear someone say, uh, Ah, welcome to NQA Pawn Shop. Uh, here to look around or just here to get out of the rain? Yeah, you you, you follow the voice and uh, you, you do a couple couple turns through some aisles and find yourselves at the uh at the uh checkout counter uh of the pawn shop and standing behind it's this uh short squirt uh balding man he is wearing uh sunglasses and has a very loud like teal hawaiian shirt mm. okay okay so uh we're um Oh, did you? Uh, did, were you going? I was just gonna say we're we're looking for something in particular. Oh, what is it? I might have it stuck, um, tucked around here somewhere. Information. Yeah, he, uh, he kind of raises his eyebrows uh, at that and kind of looks over it, like over you guys, and it's like, what kind of information is a bunch of kids looking for? Uh, uh we're we're looking for information about your secret organization. My what now? Uh, are you the proprietor? I was going to say in Wait, a very loud voice, secret organization. <laughs> going to put a hand over Monstrous's mouth. We're trying to be subtle here. Oh. Oh, are we? Well, that's what I was going for. I don't know what you were going for, Florence. Oh, I, I find that uh, most of the time, the direct route is the most efficient. <laughs> to the point. Yeah, Did he has just been... 
Uh, no, you guys just walked up and started asking for information. No, no, no. From, from Shauna, did we get a name about the, um... Uh, I... I believe she did tell you that it was Norm, and if it wasn't Norm, she would have said the owner and the and owner the of a uh... organization. Hmm. But the name of the organization? Uh I do not recall. I I think she might have told you that it was a uh, the Midnight Lodge. I say, hoping I actually picked the correct word for the. <laughs> For it this time, Florence you fully did. doesn't remember. I just don't remember if, yeah, I can't remember if she told us that. Um, yeah, she, yeah, regardless of if she told you the name, she did tell you that it was like a secret organization of anima users. Mm-hmm. Is not if I have um, Topaz Cowboy Flex behind me, does it seem like Norm can see that? Oh, um, yeah, give it, this one's going to be an int check. Because I don't think, out of character knowledge, I don't think he's an anima user. That's a two. So, you see, here's the thing. He's wearing sunglasses. So you, yeah, if he just, like, glanced over, like, you wouldn't be able to tell. You're a, you're a norm, right, sir? He uh, smiles and says, yep, that's me. Uh, Norm. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to remember his full name. I think it's Norm Quincy. Yeah, let's go with the, yep, my name's uh, Norm Quincy Adams. Ackles. Norm Quincy Ackles. Did you just correct your own name? Nope, that was a GM correcting it for you. That was not in canon. Okay, but the amusement (laughs) of having... (laughs) A sleazy pawn shop owner give a different full name there. to everyone that comes in. That that is kind of great. That he Norm would do that. Monstrance would love to see all the fake uh fake identifications. But oh, he this, has so many, so many. Um, he's banned from multiple but... countries <laughs> and and barbecue establishments. Um, I had a quick question. Uh. A bit off to the side, but I didn't know. I, since this is a pawn shop, there's many shiny things in here, right? Oh, of course. Is there... Um, is there a way I can check to see if there's any dead people attached to these items that have been turned in? Okay, so... um. You can use your uh, your anima's ability for this. It mm-hmm. would cost one anima point per item you touch. Okay. So basically, tell me which... Like I said, this has all manners of junk. So basically, you tell me what you see and okay. subtract an anima point, and I will tell you if someone has died using this or having this. Ooh. Um. So yeah, you guys just see as Monstrance just fully checks out of the conversation. Um, this is I'm... probably normal to us. <laughs> Monstrance wanders kind of around, and they kind of like walk through some shiny things, and 
I would think they would stop at a very beautiful, um, like very intricate letter opener. And uh, like, I'm just imagining like a letter opener and it's like shaped like a, uh, a swan lying down. And the pointy bit is like, you know, the the handle is the swan neck and the pointy bit is like tapering off of the body, essentially. And they're going to pick it up to see if anyone was A, killed with it, or B, was killed using it. Okay, so you have spent that. I am going to roll a uh, d6. Uh, one through three, someone has died. Uh, five or Four through six, it is mundane. Three. All right. So you touch a, uh, you touch this uh, letter opener. Um, yeah. If you two are looking, uh, you kind of see uh, carry on uh, superimpose herself over a uh, monstrance and uh, monstrance. You, you start seeing the life of this item in reverse. Um, you see yourself uh, wandering or, you know, like touching it, then, taking your hand off and then walking backwards around and then leaving. And then you see, uh, you know, like some time later, Norm walking by, picking it up, putting it in a uh, box. And then you see some time in darkness, some time in darkness. Then uh, you come out, you see it come out of the box. Uh, someone's uh, washing it furiously. And then it uh, goes into their pocket after it, it has just become covered in, in uh, blood from the reverse washing, mm-hmm. uh, you're in you're in the pocket for some time, and then it uh, comes back out. It's in their hand. They drop to the floor and uh, kind of pick it up in reverse. Uh, I don't want to say they drop it, but yeah, yeah, I get where you come from. Yeah, yeah. And then you see it skid across the floor. It uh, comes back up into uh, their hand when they're closer to the. Uh, to the, the desk of this uh this elderly uh gentleman. And uh yeah, it comes into their hand and then promptly like goes into the uh gentleman's uh throat and then uh blood kinda like spews backwards into his wound. The Oh no. Yeah, the letter opener comes back. It's uh hastily slammed on the table with the Guy uh, lets go of it. He takes a couple steps, and uh, then you watch uh, silently as this argument between this uh, young man and this elderly man uh, kind of just happens in reverse. Gotcha. And then the young man uh, starts uh, moving backwards out of the room, and you lose the vision. Gotcha, gotcha. Is this older man still attached to this item? I know that was. Kind of what uh, I'm for. He does not seem to be. Damn. I was going <laughs> to see if maybe he seen anything. I guess I should have explained, like I'm I'm trying to find if any spirits are attached in this place. If you know, if he's not going to talk, then maybe someone else can point us in the right direction. Okay. Uh I will tell you though that there are some uh some like uh obnoxious like a uh, bone jewelry uh, hanging about, uh, you know, obnoxious in the sense of like, yeah, no, nah, some uh, some local hipster made this and is trying to pawn it off on people. 
Mm. Uh, you know, like in Weird Town, but you know, couldn't move all of his stock, so he probably just sold it to the pawn shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Okay. that there's like a fishbowl full of it, full of this stuff. And gotcha. yeah, while you are kind of meandering your way that away, we will swap back to Florence and Colton. Okay, so uh, Colton has. Uh, it's inconclusive whether or not this person has noticed Topaz Cowboy. That is correct. Um, can I summon Moonlight Prestige, like, on the counter in front of him? Yeah. Okay, I do that. Okay, are you trying to spot uh, spot him noticing it? Yeah, I'm trying to spook him. Okay. Um, give me a int or charisma check. Hmm. Uh, okay. Dang it, that's a three. <laughs> All right, so if you... So... Uh, again, it's hard to tell if someone is noticing something subtly uh, if they're wearing sunglasses. And, like, he does not seem at all phased by this crystalline rat that has just appeared on the counter. Can I have Moonlight Prestige start knocking stuff off the counter? Sure. Uh, and this is with the express uh, intention to. I just want to. I just want to like bother this guy now. Okay. Give give me a give me a charisma. Nine. Oh boy! One of you finally passed the threshold on this. <sighs> Word so. Dumb. So yeah, you uh So yeah, you send uh Moonlight Prestige to go knock over uh Yeah, we'll say it's like a um bowl of uh, jawbreakers, you know, like uh 25 cents for a jawbreaker or what what have you. And uh yeah, so Moonlight Prestige makes a beeline for this with full intention to knock it over. And he uh like as Moonlight Prestige gets uh, over towards the uh, bowl, Norman does a uh, he like if you weren't looking for it, you probably wouldn't have noticed it. But he does like casually like reach over and pick up the bowl, and uh, Moonlight Prestige just kind of skitters off past it, and uh, he looks like he's uh, investigating it for a second before picking out a jawbreaker and then purposely putting the bowl right back where he picked it up at. Florence mentally commands Moonlight Prestige to come back for another, just like a, like a drive-by. Just, <laughs> just, I, I want him to, I want him to Tokyo drift and then come back around for another, another go, like a little, a little jousting rat. So he he turns around to do this, and uh, Norman just kind of looks at the uh, jawbreaker. He's like, eh, I don't really like lime. <laughs> And he puts it back and just puts his whole hand into the into the uh, bowl as Moonlight Prestige just slams into it, and then uh, pulls out a uh, red one. He's like, "Oh yeah, cherry's good." Thud. Yeah. And uh, he pops the jawbreaker in and is like, uh, "You two have been awfully quiet. Uh, kind of given up on this whole." information thing um what what did you say secret society 
Yes, the secret society. Sir, we're we're looking for a group of people. Uh-huh. Have, shall we say, uh a similar <laughs> relationship with some aspects of their sake. He uh looks at uh Colton and then Florence and says, uh Like the rat you've been pretending not to notice. Huh. Okay. And we got word from Shauna that you'd know more. Yeah. Uh, give give me a give me a charisma check. And I'm I'm all right at charisma. Yeah, I think charisma is like your second stat. That's a one, ladies and gentlemen. Oh no! To be fair, my charisma is only a day six. I thought it was a like a D10 or something for some reason. No, my Dex and HP are both D10s. Ah, right, right, right. Um, hang on, I think I had... Surely I had a... Uh... No, I only had the wallop comment, didn't I? I didn't have anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Yeah, you have the wallop comment and the skeleton key. But yeah, he, uh, he, he gives a little grin and uh, says... Uh, Shauna told you that I'm part of some spooky secret organization. Oh, that's that's adorable. I'm I'm gonna have to send her something. But that's great. Shauna told you. Shauna told us that you knew about them. Not that you were part of it. Something well, like you were just the gate man. No one important. Yeah, I suppose I would be. Uh that level of rank and file if uh if I was part of one of these guys like it is uh you know you always need someone at the bottom don't you I guess when, like, uh prestige climbs into the candy bowl yeah now, now that moonlight prestige is not trying to knock it over he he's acting like he doesn't notice it anymore <laughs> Norman uh what'd you say how tall is he? He's very short. Like, like, so he's standing behind like this counter, but the counter has like a glass display uh, underneath yeah. it. And you can see that he is clearly standing on like a short, uh, like step stool kind of thing to be where he is at the counter. Can I do a junction roll of power and charisma to try and just quietly intimidate this man please do <laughs> oh it's an eight hmm. okay so so tell me how uh how colton and uh topaz cowboy are trying to uh interrogate this man or intimidate this man rather hmm Colton is just standing and looking, like, actually looking down at him now, um, with his brows furrowed and his arms crossed, and, uh, Topaz Cowboy would be mirroring him. So, yeah, you, uh, at, so yeah, you walk up to the, uh, counter and, uh, you're, you're being your best menacing giant man you can be. And uh, and from this angle, the uh, the obnoxious fluorescent lights of the uh, of the pawn shop 
give you enough like a uh, piercing into uh, the sunglasses that you can see Norma is just rapidly looking between you and Topaz Cowboy. And he's like, uh, you're a, you're a pretty big one, aren't you? Gonna bend down. Yeah, you don't want to see what he can do. So either you tell us your price or, uh, I'm sorry, price. Well, we, we did not discuss out. this. We did not discuss this, uh, ahead of time. You're not paying him, Florence. I am. Monstrance! Monstrance, where are you? Monstrance! Your head, a head pop over the, the aisle. <laughs> over here. Uh, hey, Monstrance, you, you go ahead and give me a, uh, give me one of your, uh, uh, I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> rolls again. So spend your, spend your anima point, and you know what, I'll, I'll let you roll, uh, this time. So, just a d6. A D6? Yep. Okay. Let me... Oh, another three. D6s are rolling low today. Boo. I think but... I used, I, used all, I used all my luck with the casino man You, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Luckily, though, a low D6 roll in this... Uh, specific situation is good for a monstrance. Oh. So you're going through, you're uh you're checking out some of this garbage uh bone jewelry. And like uh yeah it, it's cheaply made. It's got like uh like nylon uh threads. It's got the the plastic beads that are supposed to look like glass. Mm-hmm. Uh it, it's like you, you are an expert on bones. There is very clearly like some chicken bones in this, which, mm-hmm. you know, just a casual like, like not even enough to have to spend an at anima point looking at this. It's like, yeah, no, these, th- this is from some form of fried chicken restaurant. Oh um, God. the competitor KFC. KFC. <laughs> um. But yeah, you do you do find one that's a uh, that's kind of calling to you, and you uh you pick it up, and uh, it is a uh, it's a little uh uh crackle skull on uh on this necklace, and uh, yeah, you uh you use carrion on it, and uh yeah, you're watching uh as the past couple days uh go by in reverse at this at this establishment. And uh as you do, you just kind of like mentally stop the uh the oh. recording. And you see as uh two individuals uh walk into uh the uh the pawn shop. They very much do not look like the type of folks who would go to a pawn shop. One of them is immaculately dressed in this uh, red suit with little key motifs and uh, like perfectly combed hair. The other one is this absolutely colossal guy in uh, this uh, dark purple overcoat. And you you don't get audio with these visions, but um, you do see that uh, 
that they seem to be having a serious conversation with Norm. And, uh, yeah, you Sorry, eventually. I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. I'll a cat fight a cockroach in my room. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, you see these, these two, uh, talking with Norm over something serious. He, uh, you watch as he reaches under the counter and hands him, uh, some papers that they go over and, uh, they they shortly leave, but not after buying a uh, eight track player. And you see the uh, the small guy in the red suit just straight up steal some jewelry. <gasps> and uh, they they head Ooh. on uh yeah they head on out. And it's kind of hard to tell how you know this, because um, you know the, these visions are they're weird. But those two men were definitely anima users. Good to know. I and, yeah, and uh, and that's that is all everything of substance you get from that vision. So just to recap, sorry, because I was I've been fighting for my life this whole evening. <laughs> um, yeah, your animals are going nuts. Lord, it's a full um, moon over in Texas or something something it's memorial day weekend that's what it is yeah, that's it all the animals are drunk yes um so just the recap there was a man mm-hmm. uh, it was a couple men they came mm-hmm. in and they traded for for basically packets of info uh it didn't or- seem like they traded it seemed like uh they were expecting it oh they were expecting it Okay, so they were expecting, excuse me, they were expecting like these stacks of paper and it was, um, it was given to them by the man at the front. Mm-hmm. And when they left, they stole some jewelry. One, I, I will clarify, one of them stole jewelry. The one other them- one legally purchased an 8-track player. Eight track player. Interesting. Uh Monstrance is going to allow to announce very loud. Um someone stole your jewelry. <laughs> he yeah, like as as threatening as uh, Colton is being towards uh, Norman right now, he seems to immediately click into a uh, businessman mode and is just like what? Someone stole your jewelry. He uh he hops down and uh yeah, he is like a full two feet shorter than Colton. Like he was like a foot shorter when he was behind the counter, but yeah, he is a squart squart lad. And Colton's uh, going to sag as he walks off and just turn to Florence and go, I'm bad at this, owner. No, no, that was wonderful. You're doing great. Get, like, gives him like a pat on the arm. I'm, I'm gonna go outside and catch my breath. You, you <laughs> okay. Um. Well, if we need any more intimidation and muscle, uh, I'll, I'll call you. So yeah, Norman. Uh, Norman wheels around the, uh, the al- the alley, the aisle towards a monstrance and puts his uh, hands on his hips and says, okay, who, who stole what and which one of them was it? 
and he kind of motions over at uh, Colton and uh, Florence. Oh, Colton's Colton's going outside. Ep, 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 ep. I didn't yep. steal your stuff. Mm. I'll tell you, Monsters is going to realize slowly but surely they are in a position of power. <laughs> there is like they they slowly turn and look at. I'm sorry. What was the pawn shop owner's name? Uh, Norman. Norman. Or Norm. They, Norm. They slowly turn and look at Norm, like with like their big old glassy eyes and kind of strange expression, and they blink a couple of times, and as if they didn't just shout that someone stole his joy like twice, but um, but stare at him and kind of tilt their head. And they say, I will let you know if you let us know. He uh, sighs and uh, pinches the, uh, the bridge of his nose. And you know what, Monstrance? Um, I will let you decide between uh, a charisma or a intelligence check on this. Oh no. Because you're uh, trying you're trying to lever leverage your position here, but you also realized uh oh hey, hey, I could do this. So I'll allow for either of those. Hmm. <laughs> um also if you can think of a way for uh Carrion to participate, you can do this as a junction and spend a uh uh anima point. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll do. Okay, since it's been a while, um, do the lower the dice, the higher the chance you'll get the highest number. Correct. Uh, or is statistically, it statistically like, yes? <laughs> but is it does it go off of uh the higher the number, or is a certain or is it? Uh, this this is a uh yeah this is a a difficulty check okay that's what i thought (laughs) i don't know why i was drawing a blank i'm sorry no it's cool okay i'll just i'll do charisma because i guess they're trying to be charismatic in a strange way Uh, did it roll uh oh there it goes hey a four so this this hits it on the dot for uh for what I was gonna give it to you because Colton has knocked this guy a little bit off of uh off Kelter. So I, I I will give you the four on on this, and he's just like, Ugh, I really want to know who stole from me. Uh, he he looks back up at you, uh, Monstrance, and crosses his arm arms and says okay fine what what information do you guys want oh oh and uh as soon as you hear that monster like puts up his uh their hand to say wait wait and they turn around and they run over to colton and grab his hand and then bring it back over 
Colton's going outside, like Colton's outside, (laughs) catching his breath and just like decompressing from the panic attack he's found himself in. Oh no! (laughs) So you would probably be grabbing um, Florence because Florence is closer. Okay, Florence. He's gonna never mind. Monstrance Monstrance does not see Colton, so he does not perceive where he is. So. Out of sight, um, out of mind. Yeah, he, it's like it's like object. What's object, object permanence? Permanent. Yeah. Yes, and so uh, turns to Florence and grabs Florence's hand and takes brings him over to stand in front of of Newman. I don't want to get the name wrong. Norman. Norman, stand in front of Norman and and like pat the pat him and say, "You can ask the questions now." Oh. Well, uh, well finessed, Monstrance. That was an excellent job. Uh, and then he he uh, turns to uh, Norman and says, "Okay, uh, so you're going to give us the information now." Hmm. A contact information or or something. Uh, he uh, kind of just a. Uh closes his eyes and thinks for a minute and says, uh, (sighs) yeah, I can probably get away with giving you contact information. But I I want the name of who stole from me. I can describe them to you. I don't know their name. (sighs) Fine. That's probably good enough. And uh, Monstrance is going to relay the descriptions of the two men from start to finish of the transaction. Uh, and so, so you see his face just kind of go from irritated to like purple. And he just dumps back to his, uh, to his little, uh, uh, counter, and he's just grumbling something about LeBlanc. Like you, you, you can't make out much except for except for the name of this individual. And he uh, he scribbles uh, something down, and he he uh, passes it off to you guys, and says, uh, <sighs> "Okay, fine." This, and uh, he hands uh, one of these hastily scrawled uh, phone numbers to Florence, and says. This is contact information for a associate of mine. And this, and he hands you another uh, phone number and says, if you could just prank call this number as many times as you want, that would be fantastic. Ooh. 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 I don't think he has that phone anymore, though. He doesn't. I'll get right on that. So yeah, he seems he seems rather rather he seems rather miffed about uh about the revelation of someone who has stolen from him. And he's just like, Is there anything else that you guys need? Can I perhaps interest you in a VCR? Are there any ghosts attached to them? There are none. No, Monstrance is saying that out loud. Oh. <laughs> he uh he looks at Monstrance and says, uh 
There are so many ghosts. So many ghosts. Can I, like, narrow my eyes? <laughs> you you narrow your eyes, and you see the 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 blank expression of a businessman trying to sell something. Mm. But Florence, he said there were so many ghosts. Uh, I I do believe that he is uh, lying directly to your face. He raises his hand and says, I am not, if I can direct your attention over to our VCR section, you will see that there are exactly eight copies of Ghost. Ah, misdirection. Exactly. Oh. If you like Ghosts, it's a good movie. Mm. We all know he's just he's in it for Patrick Swayze. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Is there anything happening outside of the pawn shop during this storm? Like, um, can I discern anything while I'm catching my breath and calming down? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll give you a, a dex check for this because if you're if you're coming down from a panic attack, intelligence isn't going to be very applicable. Six, okay. Six. So you start hearing the sound of a uh, of like a bug zapper going off and you're uh, you're looking around and you don't see a bug zapper. But like as you start looking around the uh, perimeter of the uh, pawn shops uh, uh, parking lot, you do see on occasion like a shadowy silhouette like running up towards the pawn shop. And then like it seems to be hitting an invisible wall and getting violently repelled. And it seems like that's where these uh, bug zapper sounds are coming from. Is it the same figure each time? Uh, no, they're all different shapes and sizes. Like, like it's not like there is a siege going on against this pawn shop, but it's like just every now and then you'll see like this skinny humanoid figure running on all fours and bouncing off of the. Uh, this invisible wall or like this big hulking bear shaped uh, silhouette, just like meandering about and then like bumping its snoot against the uh, invisible wall. And then just kind of like turning around and running off. But our anima can get in. Yes. Hmm. And I haven't seen the headless man again. You have not. Okay. I will take a deep breath and go back inside. Okay, you you encounter the scene of Norman trying to sell monstrance on exactly eight copies of Patrick Swayze's Ghost on VHS. (laughs) It's not a good deal. Oh, come on. It's just $5 per tape. It's a great deal. For the same movie? It's a classic. It's no longer in production. And you're selling it for $5 (laughs) tape? Well, I gotta move stock. You, on the Mm -hmm. other hand, you could sell these to a collector. You can make ten times the amount. Yeah, it just Uh, wasn't a very good movie. Also, uh, uh, Julian, I believe your mic is muted. Yes, it is. Um, maybe we can watch it at the sleepover 
Maybe. No. Exactly eight times. No. I would prefer not to. Just Mr. like. Mo <laughs> just like taking monstrance by their like jacket and just starting to 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 steer them out of the shop. Like no. Mr. Norman, what have you got around your pawn shop? What are you looking for? I mean, the the, the bug zap in force field. Oh, that thing. He uh, kind of nods up to the uh, to one of the corners of his uh, uh, to one of the corners of the room where there's a little bundle of charms hanging off, and he's like, "Oh, it's just a little something." Uh, I had Shauna work on for me. You know, keeps uh keeps the bad vibes out, we'll say. Does it work, you know, over there? He uh kinda cocks his head for a second and he's thinking he's like Oh, oh, you mean that that other play mm, I am uncertain I've never been. I wouldn't recommend it. Keep an eye out for a headless dude. He's been running around lately. Headless guy. Wait, did... Did you encounter that on the road? Yeah. Yeah! Ha! Oh, that that's Herman. He's our local ghost. Monstrance, look, we can go find you a ghost outside. Okay. Monstrance is going to follow whatever directed he they 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 trust their friends, so But yeah, Norman's just like Yeah, no, Herman, uh yeah, he's one of those local urban legend ghosts things. I think you're the only person I've met who's uh actually encountered him. Yeah, nearly ran, ran into him. See. Yeah, depending on who you ask, he might have died in a car crash. So makes sense. He's on the road. Oh, you lose your head in a car crash. Oh, there are plenty of ways. I don't. He uh, unpleasant. Okay. Yeah, he he aims uh Colton back over to the VHS section and says, I have this amazing documentary series. Uh, I'm not buying your stuff, man. Oh, come on. Final Destination is a great documentary series. It is not a documentary. That show gave me nightmares when I was a teenager. Yeah. Monstrance is is curious, but from afar. <laughs> In a very naive way. Like, what? Never have heard the show Final Destination. <laughs> I don't think you'll like it. No. Actually, no, you're kind of weird. You might like it. I still can't drive yeah. behind a log truck, though. Yeah, me neither, honestly. Um, I've just been trying to get rid of these VHSs in particular because I don't like the movie. <laughs> See, honesty's a good look for you, Norman. Eh, nah, it leaves a weird taste in my mouth like copper. Well, copper's better than nothing. No. No, I'd rather have a nothing taste in my mouth. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I will find something small and innocuous to buy. Okay. Spend, spend one unit of money and you can decide on whatever tchotchke you just bought. Like, I don't know, may- maybe it's a novelty pocket knife, like a, like one of those pocket knives that looks like a, a motorcycle when it's folded up. Or a light knock, yeah. Pocket knife sounds fun. Yeah. And you know what, just, just in case this is Chekhov's pocket knife, go ahead and throw that in your inventory. Okay, edit. Oh, crap. How do I... <laughs> okay, edit. Ah, oh, crap, I deleted my character. <laughs> oh no. Alright, so are we leaving? Uh yes, this has been an interaction of some description. Dude. <laughs> As we are leaving, or just after we leave, um Colton's gonna stop and put a hand on Florence's shoulder and say, I'm sorry for snapping at you. And then he's just gonna keep walking. Yeah, well Colton's had a then. rough day. Well then. Colton's had a rough day. One of his friends died. They both had to go to hospital. Now he's kind of on high alert. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for listening to Portsmouth Zodiac, a bacon-flavored podcast. If you would like to keep up with our adventures and be alerted to new episodes, don't forget to follow us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, or Apple Podcasts. Also, feel free to follow our social medias at bacon underscore podcasts on Twitter, bacon flavored podcasts on Instagram and TikTok, and our Portsmouth Zodiac page on Facebook. If you would like to support us and our editor selfie, you can at patreon.com slash crimsbacon. Supporting us this way will also get you a shout out at the top of our next session, and at higher tiers, you will even be able to name a person, place, or thing to show up in future episodes. Again, thank you for listening, and have a nice day. Uh, hold on, Arlo is in Leon's cage. <laughs> and he's playing with Loretta, uh, uh, Horatio. Horatio. Mm-hmm. So Horatio is the name of the stuffed gnome that we have for some reason that Leon keeps putting onto his food. Oh. Aww. Like, like, Leon seems to get actual anxiety if he can't get uh, Horatio into his food bowl. Oh my gosh. He needs to make sure that Horatio is fed. He does. He's taking care of his baby. Yeah. Is he any- is a single father. <laughs> he is. <laughs>